Good morning. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord and worship God. That's right. Special welcome to visitors there with us. Welcome here to worship with us. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time that we could be here this morning to learn about you and study your word. I pray that you would draw our hearts to you. I pray that our focus would be on you this morning. I invite you here with us this morning. I pray that you just guide each one that has part, give them words to speak. I pray that it be a blessing to each one here. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever forgotten something? Whether it's somebody's name, or something you were supposed to do, or someone you were supposed to meet, an appointment you had. I'd like to look a little bit, a little bit this morning about what the Bible says about forgetting. Let's pull a few lessons from that. I'll call this Lessons from Forgetting. Let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Moses talking to the children of Israel. We'll start reading in chapter 8, verse 7. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains, and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest, when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents, and scorpions, and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he sware unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do at all, forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. See here a reminder that Moses was giving the people that they were about to enter a land of plenty. 
they had all they needed and their needs were met. They didn't have to wonder where their next meal would come from, where they would find water. They would be tempted to forget God and to think that their own work and power had got them these things. That's right. I think we know the story of the children of Israel, how they did end up following after other gods. And they were given to other nations to judge them. to read a couple of verses from Hosea about the referring to the children of Israel in Hosea 2 it's talking about the children of Israel for she said I will go after my lovers talking about other gods I will go after my lovers that give me my bread and my water my wool and my flax mine oil and my drink for she did not know that I, that's talking about God, that I, God, gave her corn and wine and oil, which multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. It's talking about <coughs> children of Israel seeking after all the good things they had. Only they were seeking them from the idols. I think that's a temptation that we can face today. We live in a land of plenty. All our basic needs are pretty much all met. We don't have to wonder where our next meal is coming from. It can be a temptation with all the goals we set for ourselves. Maybe I think it's by our own work or our own earnings that we've made money and bought things and provide for ourselves. When you're, we need to remember that it's God that gives us each day and the strength to go about our daily duties to get the things we have. Psalm 103, verse 2. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Um, we could keep reading for quite a while there. It lists a number of God's blessings to us. So how can we keep from forgetting God? I think it's something that we need to put active, be actively putting effort to remember God. I think if we read through the Old Testament, we can see a number of examples of that. One would be the feasts they kept. Specifically thinking of the Passover, it was a yearly remembrance of God's deliverance from Egypt. I think that served to remind them. We have examples of 
when the children crossed over the Jordan River, they set up a memorial. God said, whenever your children walk by here and ask you, what's this mean? So you teach them how God brought you into this land. I think it's not directly taught, but I think it would be good for us if we would set up a more memorial in our daily lives, maybe something plaque on the wall, to remind us of all that God's done for us, something that has meaning to us, to remember God's blessings to us and the work He's done in our lives. All right, let's turn to a different example of forgetting. Let's turn to Ecclesiastes, chapter 9. A story of a man in a small city. Start reading Ecclesiastes 9.13. This wisdom have I seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city and a few men within it, and there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Then said I, Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. The words of wise men are heard in quiet, more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. We aren't given a whole lot of details about this man. Says that he's a wise man and he's poor. Said that in verse 16, said the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. So why was this man forgotten? I don't have an answer for that. Was it because he was poor? We need to use our resources, our talents, and the gifts God has given us for good, for the furtherance of God's kingdom. Even if others around us look down on us or Yeah, don't recognize us for our work that we put into it. It would seem that this man should have had a place of honor in the city. But rather it says that he was despised. His words were not heard. Alright, let's turn to Luke chapter 12.
Luke 12, verse 6. We have some inspiring verses here. And these are talking about God remembering or not forgetting. Verse 6, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. The sparrow is a rather common bird. <clears throat> Some might even think of it as a pest. We certainly wouldn't assign much value to a sparrow. It says God does not forget even a sparrow. And we, it says, are of much more value than even a sparrow. That speaks to God's care for us, even the small details in our lives. Verse 7 says, Even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Right. If you wake up in the morning and comb your hair and find a few hairs laying around, you should think this week that somewhere God's adjusting His tally of how many hairs are on your head. We don't need to fear what's in the future or even what may come our way because God cares for us and He's in control of our circumstances. Let's turn to James chapter 1. James 1, start at verse 22. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he, being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Amen. This talks about a man who looked into a mirror and then forgot what he saw. I think we all used the mirror this morning. I don't think any of us look into a mirror and turn around and forget what we saw and then go about our day. But rather we get ready for the day. James is comparing the God's word to a mirror. When we read the word and see our lives and compare what God's word says on our lives, how we should live, do we forget what we see? Do we hear the word and go about our day, our week? Do we forget what we heard? Let's remember and be doers of the word. All right, let's turn to Philippians. Chapter 3.
Philippians 3, 13, 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I think we have a pretty good history of Paul's life. There's some things that he probably wasn't proud of, or if they were in my life, I probably wouldn't be proud of them. I think we all have things in our lives that we wish we could have done differently, or wish we could do again. I think there is a way that those events shape our lives and we can learn from them. They've made us who we are today. Amen. I think like Paul, we can forget the wrong things that we've done in the past or not let them hold us back. But press forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what I had to share this morning, so let's take time to remember God. Let's not, not let the abundance we have drown out God. To put our resources to God, to use for God. To take comfort in the fact that God has not forgotten us, and to be doers of the word, and to press forward towards surprise. Thanks. Amen.